This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate with another podcast episode. And this one is going to be about pre and postnatal care with chiropractic. So I have a brick and mortar chiropractic practice and see patients in the office every week. And one of the niches that we do here is pre and postnatal um, care for patients. And some people that aren't familiar with it don't really might not put together why that would be a good thing to do. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about how that helps the pregnant and new mom demographic. Um, with prenatal care at the office, there you know is the standard um, main technique that chiropractors use for that newly pregnant mom, and that's called Webster technique. And it's a phenomenal technique for pelvic balancing. And um, you can learn it through the ICPA, which is a um, uh, an association through chiropractic that does lots of continuing ed. That's great. I've taken lots of their coursework. It's a phenomenal resource for chiropractors. And it is a pretty um, non-invasive, simple technique that you can use not just at the end of pregnancy, but throughout to keep the pelvis balanced. Um, A lot of people think of it as the baby flipping technique. And we talked about that in the podcast that goes over how to help flip a breech birth. But it's also good throughout the entirety because you want to have a nice balanced pelvis throughout the entirety of your pregnancy so that baby has lots of room to move and develop and um, you have all these ligaments suspending your uterus within your um, torso and if the they're attached some of them are attached to your pelvis so we want the pelvis moving easily and symmetrically so that the uterus doesn't get shifted or torqued to one side or the other um, because we want that optimal positioning all the way up until the end. And then the end is where we want the baby to have enough room to move the way that they want to and need to, which would be to go head down. Um, So that is that classic technique. Lots of OBs and midwives um, recommend that technique for their patients because they know how good it is for the proper positioning of the baby. Um, Now, that's the, like, more chiropractic side of things. And the other thing that I address for patients when they're... um, 
new moms is that the rehab, prehab, pelvic floor niche that I started to get into when I was pregnant with my first child, my daughter. Um, and that started my journey into studying dynamic neuromuscular stabilization and then visceral courses and um, pelvic floor coursework as well. And, you know, I, I like to have patients start that while they're pregnant because it makes your recovery so much easier instead of just waiting until you have the baby to have um, some of those tools in your tool belt. So I love to give um, pregnant moms some of the the core work and beginner stuff. So, you know, obviously you don't do sit-ups and that kind of thing when you're pregnant, but this um, different core work and um, more stabilization of your torso and that kind of thing is a great precursor to help you labor and delivery easily, more easily and recover more easily. And even if you have a C-section, you know, it still helps on the recovery end of things. And that, you know, that's the goal because then your baby is here and you want it to be easier, an easier recovery time so that you can put your attention on that rather than, you know, trying to navigate and wade through all these crazy changes that happen once you have the baby. Um, so I give, I give all my patients, um, exercises to really like thinking of birth as the most intense physical event you're training for, um, that you're going to do in your life. Cause it, no matter what way you look at it, no matter what kind of birth you have, it's going to be intense and, you know, difficult, whether it's fully natural or epidural or C-section, it is going to test your limits. And, um, I think thinking of it like that and thinking of it like training for a marathon is important and helps you long-term. Um, plus then you kind of know what you're going to step into slowly with all the breath work and that kind of stuff afterwards. And, you know, we did a podcast on diastasis recti earlier and lots of people have diastasis um, which is the separating of your center line of your abdomen when they're pregnant, because just the, the expansion, that room that, you know, like there's just nowhere else for it to go. Um, but we work on nice lateral expansion of the rib cage and breath work while you're pregnant so that you're, you have as much space as possible for the pressure to go rather than separating the abdomen like that. And it's a great um, training for when you have the baby because a lot of people get diastasis recti, they can get it after they have a baby too because your, your core is vulnerable. And if you don't have these tools in your tool belt, you're susceptible to those kind of things, even after you've had the baby. 
Um, so we, we work on the breathing and rib cage mobility and the core work, but not your stereotypical core work. That's, you know, helping to integrate your core in a lot of different ways. Um, I try to get my patients to do when they're pregnant to do a lot of pelvic unweighting or getting, um, the hips above the, um, baby or the uterus so that we can take some of that gravity off of the pelvic floor because lots of people have pelvic floor issues even if they've had a c-section i think people have this misconception of um, pelvic floor issues only occurring when you push a baby through the vaginal opening and that's not really where the dysfunction comes in at it can and you you that can be you know you can have severe tearing and all of those things that would cause issue but the other issue is simply the weight of the placenta the baby the amniotic fluid down on your pelvic floor for nine plus months and that pelvic floor is a muscle and it's eccentrically contracting to hold everything up and it can cause spasming. So even if you've had a C-section, you don't get a free pass on any pelvic floor issues. So um, I try to help them to learn techniques to um, relax the pelvic floor, um, get that weight off of the pelvic floor just to give it a breather multiple times throughout the day because that's important in helping with pelvic floor issues after you deliver as well because you know nobody wants wants that and it's easier to start earlier rather than later it's not impossible we i work with people you know years and years and years after they've had babies for pelvic floor dysfunction but um it's always of course easier to start earlier um so that's kind of the stuff that we do with with patients, you know, prenatally. Plus, they have, you know, SI pain, low back pain, headaches are common, um, those kind of things that we address as well. You know, just like regular people stuff, but just exacerbated by all the demands you're putting on your body. So that's pre-baby. And then post-baby, we have... Um, pelvic floor issues. We have, um, C-section, the C-section stuff. Usually I have people start working on their C-section scars themselves right away and you can do it with breathing. Um, I know that doesn't sound super, it doesn't have to be intense to make it a change. So we start with breathing Once the scar is healed, we can move the skin around it and walking them through those steps to help gain mobility. Because when you touch around your scar, whether it be a C-section or any abdominal scar, you want the skin to be supple and move super easily, just like skin anywhere else on your body. So you want to work through those adhesions and those sticking points. So, um... And we want to think of it as layers within. So you want to be able to do the superficial layers and the middle layers and the deeper layers because you can even have some um, adhesions forming um, onto other things and um, making sure that we 
work on all the different layers in all the different places so that we get that core function back. Because if the brain isn't viewing that area as well as others, then it's not going to be, you're going to feel disconnected from your core. You're not going to be able to build your intra-abdominal pressure properly. And then that can lead to um, pelvic floor issues like leakage and that kind of thing. So they are intimately tied together. Um, so postpartum, we, for C-section patients, we help them address their scars. Then I will address their scars and, um, just having, walking them through that consistency of, of, you know, slowly becoming accustomed to, to working on it. Cause a lot of people have some pain, numbness, that kind of thing with, with the scarred area. And for patients that have had natural childbirth, you know, we, we see the pelvic floor issues as well. They could have had tearing and, you know, tearing is a scar of its own too. So it needs addressed just like a C-section scar. So how do you slowly motion that area so that you don't have pain with defecation or pain with sex or inability to use, you know, a cup or a tampon afterwards, you know, all those things. It's, it's a scar like any other, and you want that skin to return to its suppleness that it had before. Um, and then obviously the breathing, and then we're at that point where our, you know, do we have a diastasis recti? How do we address that? Do we have, um, like a poor connection with our core because it was expanding, expanding, expanding. You deliver, it totally deflates. It throws off the pressure balance and, and gaining that back and walking them through the stuff that we did prenatally and slowly building upon that. Um, but it's a process and it's, it's a long, slow process and it doesn't help you to um, try to speed it up or jump ahead because if you jump ahead, you can make your diastasis worse. And there are some benchmarks and that kind of thing that you want to hit before you, you try other things. And it's, you know, like for example, with running, running is something that is difficult. It's one-legged and you have to earn the, the ability and the and the strength to be able to do it well and properly. So um, that's important and you don't want to cause more issues or different issues on top of that. Another thing I see a ton with uh, new moms as the, you know, stress and anxiety, that kind of thing. It causes us to hold tension um, up in the neck, down in the, in the, tailbone, we can either clench in either one of those areas and it causes other musculoskeletal issues. So we work on the breathing, of course, because not only does that help your core, which is important, it also helps downregulate your nervous system. So helping with that anxiousness and stress and, you know, postpartum issues, depression and anxiety can range from very, very minor to very, very severe and you don't want to downplay any anxiety you have because you think, oh, this, you know, so many people have it worse. It doesn't matter. It's your own story. So you want to not minimize it and um, 
be able to find some tools for yourself to help downregulate your nervous system. And then, you know, if that doesn't work, always uh, reach out to those excellent um, partners and stuff to help in other ways, whether it be counseling or um, whatever path you decide to take. Um, the Another big one, especially for me, and I don't know if it was a mixture of you know, being super anxious or, uh, I'm just in general prone to stress headaches and that kind of thing. So nursing and that rounded forward posture just wrecked my upper back and created headaches and stuff and doing, you know, getting treated and doing different exercises were so key in making me be able to be present for my kids because, uh, you know, if you've had headaches, you know, that sometimes you can't even, you can't really function when you're having just an intense, uh, headache or migraine or that kind of thing. So allowing, I think it's important to get new moms feeling the best they can because it is rough being a new mom and you might be sleep deprived and you don't want to be sleep deprived and in pain as well. So Um, that is definitely our goal is like, there's so much to address with the postpartum mom. Um, I would say even more than, um, prenatally, you know, it's super important prenatally, but that postpartum area, whether it be your pelvic floor, your diastasis, your C-section rehab, your, um, headaches, your anxiety, your, uh, stress in the upper back, maybe, um, I've had people come in with residual pain from epidurals. It is, there are, there's just so many facets to what needs addressed, especially when you're, you know, having hormone shifts and lack of sleep and, um, trying to keep this new life, um, flourishing. So, it's definitely something that I love. I love working with the pre and postnatal moms in the office and everyone's journey is so different. And I think that's the biggest takeaway, I think, for me, um, working with that demographic. And it's even different for patients baby to baby. Um, so a one woman's journey could be very different for, for her first baby versus her second or whatever transition. Um, and, and that's making sure that you have, you have a nice toolbox of resources because you never know exactly how it's going to go. So we, I love to be that for people. And, you know, I know the drop off rate from, um, you know, people are pretty good about coming in prenatally because, or especially if it's their first one, because they can do all the things and not need to cater around kids' schedules. Um, and then once they have the baby, it's all about baby visits and everything. And it's easy to let yourself kind of get put to the back burner. But, um, because of that, I started to build a 
pelvic floor C-section and diastasis course that will be a monthly uh, resource for people to do. It should release by October 1st. And it is a monthly program and it walks you through those steps of scar release, breathing, um, core work, integrating it into mobility work and making it an easy half hour each day that you can do and just day by day and then reassess, see how your symptoms are, and then decide whether you're ready to move to that next level of intensity. So um, just another option because I know that it's really hard for some of my postpartum moms to make it into the office and I wanted to find something that is accessible for them too. And yeah, so if you have any questions, uh, just let me know. You can email me or drop a comment and I would love to answer. So have a great day. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.